to the Holistic Endo Expert Podcast. This is your girl, your host, LJ Johnson. This podcast will be coming to you every two weeks to educate, empower, and motivate you so that you can live your best amazing life while holistically managing endometriosis. What's up? It's your girl, LJ. Today I am going in, baby. We are going in. We are talking about all things endometriosis. So I thought the best way to start this podcast is to really describe, right? What is endometriosis? What the heck is going on with your body? Because I know many of us are endo warriors and we know what to expect, right? We know the pain, we know the suffering, the stress, baby, we've been there, done that, we know it all. But some of you are maybe running across this podcast and you're totally unaware, right? You see me on Instagram, you've heard my story, you're having some period pain, you're having some pelvic pain. So I was like, what better way than to lay the actual foundation of what is endometriosis, right? Now here's the deal. I'm going to say it a little louder for the people in the back. You don't have to decrease your volume too much, baby, but I'm going to lean in on this one, right? So here's the deal. Endometriosis is uterine-like tissue found outside of the uterus, right? It is a full body disease. It is not a reproductive disorder. It is when tissue, we're saying it again, similar to the uterus is found outside of the uterus, right? So that uterine-like lining, it causes chronic systemic inflammation throughout your entire body. It is not. I repeat, I repeat, I repeat, I repeat. It is not period pain. It is hormonally driven, right? Endometriosis lesions make their own progesterone and estrogen within the lesions and cause a lot of issues. And if that is not enough, it also has a lot of autoimmune-like factors. So I know that's a mouthful. Take a deep breath. Work with me. I'm doing it again, right? Endometriosis is uterine-like tissue found outside the uterus. It is hormonally driven. It is not period pain. It is chronic systemic inflammation throughout your entire body, right? Those endometriosis lesions can be found anywhere throughout your body. It is a full body disease. And like I said, the icing on the cake, honey, it has autoimmune-like factors. So when we define endometriosis, you can see, you can hear, right? There is a lot going on, a lot going on. Now I know for some of you, you're like, hold up, wait a minute. I thought endometriosis was just a painful period. I thought endometriosis was just a uterine problem. I'm telling you for the third time, a little louder for the people in the back, endometriosis is not a reproductive disorder, right? There's a lot going on with your body when it comes to that chronic systemic inflammation. So I really want to just make sure that you've got that clear, right? I'm a pause. I need you to breathe. Stick with me. So this is what endometriosis is, right? Now I will say this. Endometriosis looks different for everyone, right? My endometriosis diagnosis may look similar to yours, may look different, may have nothing in common. I may be picking your brain and you're like, how does LJ know what I'm thinking and feeling? Baby, I've been there, right? So let's talk about what is endometriosis. Endometriosis is nerve pain, back pain. It can be passing out during your cycle. It can be nosebleeds, coughing up blood, right? There can be pain and bleeding out side of your cycle. And I want to stop on that one because so many times, right, we believe the lie that endo is just period pain. It's just a bad period. You know, you just need to toughen up, girl. You got a uterus. This is how it's going to be. I'm here to tell you right now, the biggest thing for me is when I was having the pain, the bleeding and the cramping outside of my cycle, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, right? Everyone's telling me it's just period pain, throw some birth control on it and keep it pushing. But I'm like, this is weird because I'm having pain outside of my cycle, right? I'm having the bleeding 
bleeding, the cramping, right? So that is endometriosis. There can be painful sex. There can be the back pain. Sometimes you have some rectal bleeding. You can have painful bowel movements, bleeding during your bowel movements. I know, TMI, TMI, but this is where we're at, right? We're talking about brain fog, bloating, constipation, cystic acne, and no, I'm not done with the list. Buckle up, we still going. We're talking about heavy bleeding, mood swings, weight issues, nausea, vomiting, low libido, period pain. Once again, there can be pain during your cycle, but with endometriosis, many of us endo warriors can experience cramping and bleeding and pain outside of your cycle, right? Extreme bloating, right? Not that sexy bloating where you can just, you know, put a little sweater on it during sweater weather, right? And hide. I'm talking about that bloating where you're uncomfortable, where you can't eat and drink all day, right? That bloating that stops you in your track to where you're so uncomfortable, you can't function, right? That endo belly, that endo bloating, sciatic pain, rib pain, fertility issues, neck pain, reflux, uncontrollable, unexplained tingling. Sometimes your nerves, they are on fire. They are working overtime, right? There can be tailbone pain. There can be a lot of pressure in your bladder. I remember for me, it felt like pens and needles dancing on my bladder 24-7, right? So endometriosis is not a reproductive disorder, right? So remember that chronic systemic inflammation is throughout your entire body. That can mean dental issues, right? Swollen gums, bleeding gums, pen and needles feeling on the bladder, joint pain, headaches, brain fog, all of these things are part of managing, are part of the symptoms that comes with endometriosis, right? So here's the deal. If you have the diagnosis of endometriosis, you're probably listening to the symptoms. And even for some of us regular endo warriors that have been there, done that, we're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that was a part of endo, right? We sweep everything to the side. We don't really think about it, but endometriosis is a full body disease, right? So when we're talking about endometriosis, and the autoimmune-like factors. We are talking about food allergies, food intolerances, nutrient deficiencies, seasonal allergies, right? You can have a white blood cell count that is always low. You're that person that they're like, girl, honey, you always sick, right? The wind blows and you have a cold. Every time you turn around, your body is just not doing well. You feel like you're always fighting a virus. You're always fighting some type of bug. That is endometriosis, right? Now, I gotta pause because I don't like being negative and I know I just spent about two to three minutes giving you all the negative, right? The physical symptoms of endometriosis. Let's talk about also how endometriosis is just not physical symptoms, emotional, right? Dealing with the stress and the strain, the depression, the anxiety. There is nothing worse than having a body that you can't rely on, right? That in itself is extremely stressful, right? There can be depression. There can be anxiety, PTSD. You're dealing with the gaslighting from the doctors. Like it is a full body disease, right? So like I said, I don't like to be negative, but I really feel like we have to touch on all of the symptoms because so many times, even when you have the diagnosis of endometriosis, stuff starts happening to your body and you're just kind of like, is it really happening? Is this really going on? Is it a big deal? I'm here to tell you right now, endometriosis is a full body disease, right? Now we don't want to blame everything on endo. We're going to talk about that in future episodes, right? Because many times when things happen, we're like, oh, it's my endo. Oh, it's my endo. Oh, it's my endo. Baby, I'm here to tell you. Sometimes it's not your endo. You got a bacterial infection, right? Sometimes it's not your endo. You've got a fungal overgrowth in your gut right? Sometimes it's not your endo. It's your immune system, right? That has some other issues. Maybe there's another autoimmune like factor. There's another diagnosis, right? So we're definitely going to delve into that. But here is what I want you to grasp onto. If there are things going on with your body, whether or not you have the diagnosis, do not, I repeat, do not, do not, do not ignore anything. 
everything is connected, right? Do not feel the need to silo your endometriosis diagnosis from your sinus infections, from your joint pain, from your acne, all this other stuff. Everything is connected, right? Now, we don't want to give endo all the credit because not everything going on with your body is endometriosis related. But like I told you, with all those symptoms and everything going on, there's a lot going on and you need to be aware, right? Like we said, circling back. Endometriosis is not inside the uterus. So let's just stop right there. If it's not inside the uterus, it's anywhere but there. It can be anywhere. I repeat, anywhere. It can be on your small intestines, your kidney, your liver, your bladder. You can have um, on your ovaries. You can have ovarian cysts. It can be on your nerves, your bowels, sinus cavities. That was me. I had some endometriosis lesions. Yes, in my sinus cavities. I've had four sinus surgeries, right? There was a lot that was going on there, but I didn't realize that. I was like many of you. I thought it was just a bad period. I thought it was just period pain. I just thought I needed to be a stronger black woman pushing towards the mark, you know, holding up this whole epitome of I'm a strong girl. And I didn't realize that the endometriosis was so much more, right? When I got the diagnosis, I didn't get all of that information. And so for many of you, I'm sure you're probably listening and you're just like, I can't believe this, right? Yes, I'm going to say it right now. You're not crazy. There is a lot going on. So you really need to be aware that it can affect your bowels, your nerves, your pelvis, your ligaments, your joints, your everything, right? Now, like I said, I know that it's very negative, but here's the deal. Despite all that endometriosis brings to the table, I will always shout it from the rooftops. We can have an amazing life despite diagnosis of endometriosis, but here's the deal. My quality of life looks different at the age of 43 than it did when I was 25, 30, 35, right? Even when I was 14, 15, and 16 and just having those issues, right? So don't let anyone, I repeat, do not let anybody tell you that just because you have endometriosis, you can't have an amazing life because I'm here to tell you right now, honey, that ain't true. That's what I said. Improper English and all, it ain't true. Don't buy the lie, right? So that is what endometriosis is. Now let's talk about what it's not because I think sometimes in the definition, we have to talk about what it's not, right? It is not period pain. It is not endometrium lining. It is not a reproductive disorder. And here's my favorite. It's not just a rogue period, right? It's just not like, oh, you just have a crazy period and that's why you have endo. It is not any of those things, right? Endometriosis, like we said, is uterine-like tissue found outside of the uterus. It is hormonally driven. Now, you know, if you got a uterus and ovaries, your hormones can be running a real, real game on you, right? They can be up, they can be down. This is the thing, right? With men, their hormones are pretty stable. Ladies, if you got a uterus, you got ovaries, honey, (laughs) those hormones can be up, down, and all around. They change daily, sometimes hourly, right? So with all of that going on, there are going to be lots of fluctuations depending on what you have going on. It depends on where those endometriosis lesions are. So let's talk about some of the misconceptions of endometriosis, right? And like I always say, and I'm going to say it right now, here's the deal. When I'm talking about endometriosis, I don't want you to feel like, oh, LJ is just coming from the high horse because she learned this in school and she's coming down on us. Honey, it's anything but the high horse. I say this every time and listen to this. I come to you from the low horse, baby. The been there, done that. I believe the lie. I believe the misconceptions. I let somebody talk me into thinking it was just a bad period. I've been there and that is why I want to educate, empower, and motivate you guys so that you can have quality of life, right? So that you can go into these doctor's appointments and 
feel empowered so that you can know that you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you, right? There's just a lot going on with your body and it needs a lot of different support, right? With everything going on. So I'm going to hop off my soapbox on that one, <laughs> but let's talk about the misconceptions, right? One of the misconceptions when you're dealing with endometriosis is that old thought pattern of, oh, it's just a rogue period. Oh, it's just a bad period. Let's put some birth control on it. Here's the deal. Birth control is a pharmaceutical, is a band-aid. It can help some people depending on what you're wanting to do, but here's the deal. Birth control will not, will not, and I'm going to say it three times, birth control will not turn off your endometriosis. It may turn off your period, right? But it is not going to cure your endo. It is not going to stop the lesions from growing. It's not going to turn back the hands of time. It is a temporary pharmaceutical band-aid. It can provide some people with better quality of life, depending on what's going on with your situation. But I just want to be very clear. Birth control is not a cure for endometriosis, right? Here's another misconception. All endo is caused by estrogen dominance. We're going to talk about this in a little further, right? So I'm just kind of laying the groundwork. So that's why you guys need to be saving this in your favorites. You need to be plugging in. Make sure you're following the Instagram. If you have questions, send in the Google form. Check out the show notes. But we want to inform you, right? So some of this may be like, oh my gosh, LJ, it's too much for me. Baby, hold on. I got you on future episodes. Hold on, right? So birth control will not turn off your endo, right? Not all endometriosis is estrogen dominant. So sometimes people are just like, oh my gosh, we demonize estrogen. I've got too much estrogen. Estrogen this, estrogen down. Yes, estrogen can play a role, but not everyone that has endometriosis has high estrogen, right? Now here's a big one. I know, I know. Stick with me. Hysterectomies do not, cannot, and never will cure endometriosis. I repeat, hysterectomies do not cure endometriosis. And this is why, even if you need to hit the rewind, go back to the beginning of this podcast. As I said in the beginning, endometriosis is uterine-like tissue found outside of the uterus. Now work with me, honey. If it's outside of the uterus, why would removing your uterus and your ovaries cure endometriosis? I'm going to say it one more time. Like I said, I'm coming from the low horse bin there, done that. Trust me, I bought the lie as well. So removing your uterus and removing your ovaries can possibly give you better quality of life depending on your symptoms. Everyone's situation is different, but removing your uterus and removing your ovaries is not going to remove the endometriosis lesions because remember we talked about it again. I know some of you are like, LJ, what is going on here? I know, right? That's why I'm breaking it down. You know, I like to talk fast, but I'm like, I got to slow it down for this one. Hysterectomies, removing the ovary, removing the uterus is not going to cure the endo because endometriosis is not inside of the uterus. Remember, it is uterine-like tissue found outside of the uterus. So that is why, like I said, some people get amazing quality of life. It maybe helps with the cramping, the bleeding, whatever's going on, but it's not going to cure your endometriosis, right? So that is a big misconception. I will tell a little bit more of my story in future episodes where I did schedule a hysterectomy because I was believing the lie because I had tried everything else and I was giving up. Like I was dying. Your girl was out here struggling, trying to raise two kids, could barely go to work, could barely get my kids, you know, to school. It was horrible. And so I was wondering, you know, what other options do I have? And I will talk a little bit about that in future episodes. And I will say as of now, I've not had a hysterectomy. I'm living pain-free. Thank God I've made it to the other side. And I am here to empower you and get you to the other side as well. But that is one of the biggest misconceptions, right? So remember, a lot of us have been hearing, you know, it's endometrial lining, it's retrograde period, all of that. I need you to sweep that under the rug and keep it under there because it ain't true, right? Let's go to another misconception. Pregnancy cures endo, right? Have 
have that baby, stretch it out. Everything's going to be better. I'll never forget. I was having a conversation with my doctor in tears, trying to figure out what was going on. I had not one baby, but two. And I remember asking him, how many kids do I have to have? Do I need a basketball team? Am I cranking one out every year? Am I having one every nine months? Like what the heck is going on? Because I was told if I have a baby, it's going to stretch everything out and make everything perfect. I'm here to tell you two kids deep. I was in the worst endo pain of my life. Not to mention first baby was okay. Second baby, honey, endo was like, uh, I've been asleep too long. Let me wake it up a little bit. Right. Kicked up around that seventh, eighth month. Right. I was in horrible pain. Right. So endometriosis does not cure itself with pregnancy, right? Pregnancy is not going to cure your endo. Now here's another one that we have out there, right? Endometriosis is a white woman's disease, right? It is not something that women of color can deal with. I clearly, as a black woman, right? If you've never seen me, your girl is black as it comes. You may not think I sound like it, but baby, I am. (laughs) So here's the deal. Endometriosis is no respecter of person. It doesn't care what color you are, how much money you got in the bank, what initials and degrees you have behind your name, the car in your driveway, the commas in your bank account. Endometriosis is real. It attacks one in 10, right? That is what the research says. Now, my little two cents, I feel like it's one in eight, but once again, that's just my two cents on what I've seen in my practice. One in 10 with a uterus and ovaries deal with endometriosis, and it is, I'm telling you, red and yellow, black and white, it does not matter, right? Right? So that is another lie that as a woman of color, if you're having period pain, oh, you're just weak. You're not doing this, that, and the other. No, it affects everyone with the uterus and ovaries. It does not care what color your skin is. It does not care about all these other things, your education level, your this, your that, what books you've read. I know, I know, I know. For many of us, it was a challenge. I don't know if you guys heard my story. If so, you need to go back to the first episode. It took me 16 years, right? And that was 16 years of me chasing a diagnosis, you know, me feeling like I was less than me saying things like I hate my uterus I hate my body what's wrong with me right I'm telling you a lot of those misconceptions run around and my goal is to obviously like I said get you in a better place with your health but we got to debunk some of these misconceptions right so some of you are listening to this and you're like okay I get it I get it share it with a friend send this episode to someone that may just have what they think is period pain and maybe they're passing out during their cycle maybe there's a you know someone at work and you're like gosh every time our cycle comes she's missing work maybe they've got other things going on, right? We have got to raise awareness. I I mean, literally, I get so passionate about this. For me personally, I felt like there was something wrong with my body. I felt like I had done something wrong to deserve this. I would literally walk around saying, I hate my uterus. I hate my body. I can't believe this, that, and the other. And here's the deal, right? I had no other options. That's just kind of how I felt. I'm going to be honest, right? You know, I've made it to the other side. But when you're crawling to the bathroom, right? When you can't breathe, when your period's coming, when you're having nosebleeds and you can't figure out what going on when you're passing out during your cycle when everyone else is you know living their life you start to think there's something wrong with you right so with this episode like I said I wanted to keep it short and sweet but I want you to maybe listen to it two three maybe four times right I'm not going to do an hour episode (laughs) that way you guys get the short version but I really want you to really grasp what is endometriosis how does it affect your body and some of the misconceptions stick with us on the future episodes right we're going to talk about ways to get it diagnosed we're going to talk about natural options how to detox your body how to 
support your gut health. Because like I said, and I'm coming for you guys, I want you to lean in on this one, right? Come a little close, turn the volume up. Here's the deal. Sometimes we give endometriosis too much credit. Everything that happens to our body, it's my endo. It's my endo. It's my endo. And I said it a few minutes back, right? Like I said, listen to this episode more than once. Yes, you may have the diagnosis of endometriosis. That may be your situation. But please, I beg you, do not sweep every little nick and cranny and pain and discomfort under the endo rug because there could be other things going on because remember it is affecting your immune system right it's affecting your gut you can take all the vitamins and probiotics and the organic this that and the other and the detox teas but if you do not have that strong foundation which is that good strong gut health that good strong immune system it doesn't matter right it's kind of like the ground if you're just throwing seeds out there but you're not watering them you know i gotta think of these analogies right you have to have that strong foundation so in this episode like i said i want to keep it short and sweet i want you to know what is endometriosis what areas of the body can it affect what does it look like and feel for others right i mean what does it look like and feel like for you because like i said it can be different for others and i will actually add this in i kind of forgot about it let me throw it in there's also silent endo right some people have endometriosis throughout their entire body and they have no idea they've never had the horrible murder scene period they never had string cramping or bleeding but then they have fertility issues and then they go in and figure out that there's endometriosis everywhere right so just to make it even worse right for the mind and just so brain boggling right there's all those symptoms that some of us may have and we know there's something wrong and then we have our other ender warriors that it is silent zero pain zero suffering nothing real crazy going on they're trying to get pregnant they're trying to start their family and they realize that there's something wrong they go in and their doctor's like hey there's endometriosis everywhere so like i said i like to keep it positive it was kind of tough for me to do this episode because i don't like to be negative right but here's the deal i like to keep it 100 right i want to bring you up to speed so like i said listen to this episode a couple times maybe tag a girlfriend send the episode to someone else look in the show notes really delve in and really wrap your head around it right because this foundation is going to help you with the next episodes when we start talking about the best way to get diagnosed your natural options what you need to do what does it look like to have an amazing life with endometriosis right what i consider an amazing life could look different for you but we're setting the foundation so thank you guys for listening make sure you go on to iTunes, give us a five-star review, do all the fun things, follow us on social media. If you have suggestions, right? If you're an indoor warrior and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got questions. I've got things that I want to discuss. I want LJ to answer my question. Go to the show notes, click on the Google form, check it out and send in your question, right? Send in if you think there would be an amazing guest that I need to bring on. Tell me about it. I want to serve you guys, right? This podcast is not only for me to share my journey, but it's to help you on the journey, right? It's to get you in a better place. I keep saying it and I'll end with this. This podcast is to get you in the driver's seat of your health. This is LJ, and I'm out for now. listening to another amazing episode of the Holistic Endo Expert Podcast. Now, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform and be sure to leave a five-star review telling me your biggest takeaway from today's episode. Also, take advantage of those show notes where you can find lots of freebies and offers to help you with your endometriosis journey. Last but not least, be sure to follow me on Instagram and I look forward to bringing you more amazing content to help you go from endo warrior to endo conqueror.